Welcome back to another episode of Two Average Husbands. I'm your host, Jake. I'm your host, Kyle. Welcome back, everybody, to another fun episode of Two Average Husbands. Jake, what are you drinking this week? No, what are you drinking? Because I need to know if I'm going to match you. Well, I'm going to do this every week. You're really fucking throwing me off here, buddy. Good. But I already picked my beers, and they are pink-themed this week. Ooh. Starting off with Full Circle Brewing's Strawberry Illa, which is a milkshake IPA. Huh. I don't really like IPAs, but the can's cool and it sounds good, so I'm probably going to be disappointed. I don't think I have any beers that have pink cans right now. I think both of these are the same brewery. Yeah, they are. That I have today. Both are full circle. Hold on, I'm looking for a pink can. Well, you better hurry the fuck up. I think my second one will be better. Yeah, this has got some pink on it. All right, I'm going to go with uh, Liquid Love Brewing Company's Strawnana Thug, uh, which is a sour ale with banana, strawberry, granola, vanilla, and milk sugars. i got to figure out where my phone went so that I can bust out this week's fun fact. I love fun facts. All right, everybody, guess what? April's just around the corner, so we're going to do some April-related fun facts. To include, April 1st is International Pillow Fight Day. Interesting. So if I could, I'd smack the shit out of you in three days. But I can't. Like to like to see you try, brother. Uh, and then my personal favorite, April 7th is National No Housework Day. And then, let me find the other one I had up, because there was a pretty good one. April... Only had 29 days until Julius Caesar established the Julian calendar in which there was a 30th day added to the calendar. What a fucking bitch. Uh, that's about it. Those are some April fun facts for you. Hey, man. You know what? I'll take it. Um, those were solid facts. Thank you. Now what's your first topic? Rolling right into my first topic this week, I won't even try to make... That is rude, Carly, but you're not terribly wrong. It's true. Uh, she said... She's the I one who puts in the work. No housework every day, which is semi-true. Okay. All of my topic ideas for probably the next four weeks you can thank Carly for, because she did some work while I was rushing home from work today to nice. get me some good ideas. And we're going to start off with this. Jake, what is the worst advice that you have ever taken? Gotten or taken? Uh, you could do both if you have two different ones for, for either. Uh, the worst advice I ever took was sell your Bitcoin. It's not going to get any higher. I promise you. I'm really good at this. I swear. <laughs> what price was it at when you did that? $312. Okay. Yeah. Just... Didn't didn't get that much higher. Don't even worry about it. Thirteen of them, gone. Stress. Don't do that math of of what I could have gotten if I sold them at the peak, because I'm not going to do it because I don't want to cry. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Um, so the worst advice, interestingly enough, ironically, with your selection there, mine is not crypto. However, it could be. I would say that most of the worst advice that I've ever taken has been related in some way, shape, or form to uh, finances. <laughs> um. But the worst advice I think I ever got was when I was just getting started to do my own investments because I had never done it before. I was completely ignorant of the process. I didn't know anything about the stock market or anything like that, right? 
and I've probably talked about this a little bit in like one of our very early not a financial ep- financial advisor episodes, but uh, a guy who I thank him because he was teaching me the ropes of like how to do all of these things and like how to do my own trading and blah, 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 blah. But then he gave me this advice and this was, I'm going to give you an easy one because it is guaranteed. No chance this fails. You're going to buy this. It has nowhere to go but up. Hold on to it for a little bit. Sell it. You're going to make a fuckload of money. It's going to be an easy introduction to trading. And that was a pharmaceutical company that was guaranteed to take off. And at the time, it was trading for like a dollar, right? Like it was nothing. And he's like, it's going to go to $3 by the end of the year. I want you to buy some options, which if you don't know, you probably shouldn't do options trading as your first introduction to the stock market. Yeah, definitely don't do that. And so I did. And I bought a bunch of options uh, for this pharmaceutical company that was a guaranteed, no way it could fuck up investment. Uh, Well, fast forward to two, three years later, and those options expired worthless, and I lost a bunch of money. So that was probably the worst advice that I ever took and followed up on. A couple other stock market ones out there, but and I will caveat this because, and it's important to note this, if if you're going to take somebody's advice that is that may or may not know more than you about something. If you choose to take somebody else's advice, whatever the merits might be that make you do it, that is your fucking fault. At Correct. the end of the day, you chose to do it, right? You have complete power over your own decision-making. So do not reach back out to those people and be like, fuck you, man. You told me to do this, and it went wrong. Yep. The same could be said for anything from like fantasy football trades, because that is probably a huge place where people seek out like social advisors on that finances, anything like that. If you take the advice, you make the decision and it does not pan out. Do not be that person that reaches out and is like, fuck you. You ruined this for me. Yeah. I, it's not my fault that you listen to me. I, it's also not my fault that a player gets hurt. It's not my fault that something doesn't work out. Like I'm giving you the best advice I can. More often than not. And I will and also say if somebody ever says it's a hundred percent guaranteed. If I hear that, out, do the other thing. It's not even it's not don't do the other thing necessarily, in my opinion. It is think about it a little bit and put some of your own like research maybe behind it. Uh, and then then you can, you know, make your own decision a little bit more educated. But if somebody gives you that and like say it's a stock market dude that like day trades for his living is like, hey, this is a good investment, 100%. First of all, if they actually day traded for like a living, they probably will never tell you 100%. But if they do, just take it with a grain of salt. Make your own decision. Um, some of the worst advice I ever got, um, I didn't listen to it. But it was about essentially like what to do with my career. Um, okay. I got some advice uh, very early on in my career um, to just like take a, uh, an unstable job because the earning potential could be so high, right? Not a single person that worked for that company at the time works for them now because yeah. they no longer exist. Nice. It, and this happened within like months of me like not taking a job there. Like I interviewed with them. I was offered a job on the spot. I would have, I would have been a financial advisor, funny enough. Um, but like just the company, it's not around. And like, 
There's probably some bad financial advice. Yeah. Um, well, it's just not that. They just struggled to get and keep clients. Like they had marked up, like their fees were marked up by cr like crazy. Their commissions were super high. So yeah, you could make a ton of money if you did well. But besides like the main five people, nobody did. And I talked to a lot of people and a lot of people were like, this is your chance like to get into the financial industry. You'll make a ton of money. Like I can't, I can't find a better job for you. Like there's no way that there's going to be a better opportunity. And sure enough, I found a better opportunity. I got my master's degree out of it and didn't pay for housing for three and a half, four to years. To be honest, you really did have like the golden goose there with what you ended up with at that job with getting your master's and, and living situation all taken care of. That was a, yeah. a really fucking solid place to be. My salary sucked, but I got to do the math on it. A so $60,000 $60, master's degree for free. And I if got, you think about local rent in the area and times that by the number of years you live there, like on top yeah. of your salary, like that is a, um, it's 15 think, to 20 grand. I don't like it when people say benefits are income. I think that is a little bit of a stretch, but when, but they kind of are right. Yeah. So when that is the benefit that you get for part of the job, that is income to me. Yeah. Like yeah. your health insurance, that's not, that's not income. That's saving some outcome later, but yeah, yeah. And, if and it's I, something and, yeah. that makes your life easier, cheaper, we could probably have a whole cetera. conversation about this. We probably. So could. before we go down that rabbit hole, and I'm sorry for opening it. I respect it. What is the best advice you've ever taken? Uh, get in shape. Yeah. Yeah, my people around me. Um, not my wife. I, I want to make that very clear. My wife never. My wife loved me when I was my heaviest. She loved me when I was my skinniest. She loves me with short or with long hair. She really loved me with short hair. We're still working on that one. Um, but like, she never really like pressured me to do it. Um, but a lot of people in my life were very much like, Hey, like get your shit together. You grew up an athlete. You're not doing anything. You're eating like shit. Like get your shit together. And really when I made that change in my life, like I can comfortably say that like once I truly made the decision to like lose weight and keep it off and be healthier and work out more and drink more water, take my vitamins, fucking just live a healthier life. Like my life has been substantially better since I made that choice. And it was listening to the advice of people being like, they're like, there's a way that you can do it that is sustainable. And like, to me that didn't exist because I always did like the, I, I did keto. I, I only ate meat for a year. Like that's how I'd lose the weight before. And then it would like, as soon as I stopped doing that immediately came back. So to me, like sustainable didn't exist. So once I finally listened to the advice of people who were like, there's a sustainable way to do this. I can comfortably say like, I am in a much better spot right now because of that choice than I would be if I had not done that. Yeah, <clears throat> I think that's totally fair. Um, I feel like a lot of people, um, especially if you've had health problems in the past or like weight concerns in the past, like a lot of people would probably say like, um, maybe not even necessarily the advice piece, but just like the final decision to change lifestyles was probably one of the best moments, you know, that like taking care of yourself is important. I don't do a very good job of it myself. So, yeah. um, I, I won't, I wouldn't like, you know, include myself in that, in that group. But I think, um, I think most people find merit in when they, when they make the decision to take better care of themselves. Um, <clears throat> I think I have a few for this. Uh, one of them was, and <clears throat> this is one of those things where, and you, we could probably go back and forth about many of these for a while if we really wanted to. But I think <clears throat> if you look back on your life, especially if you're our age or older, 
And it drives you fucking crazy sometimes to think about it. But there's those moments in your life when your parents would say, you just need to listen to me on this one. And you, yep. as the child, were like, fuck you. I'm not listening to you. I know what's best for me. I'm yep. fucking 15 years old. Don't you know that I know everything? Yup. And you look back. I'm living my and you're life. Like, you're not God, living my life. Damn it, they were right. And yeah, every there are many of those. Time. And thankfully, there was one of those moments when I did it uh, because one of my parents told me to. For better or for worse, there are some, not always the greatest advice, but one, this particular was um, finish your four-year degree, right? Uh, I was considering dropping out for various different things at the time. Um, I thought about a lot of different paths that led me out of my college because I just, and it wasn't that I wasn't doing well or that I hated college or anything like that. It's just, I was in a position financially where I was struggling. And I was also making other life choices at the time that were just fucking stupid because I was a juvenile. Um, but I was told repeatedly, just just finish. Yep. Just finish. Just stick it out. Just finish. Right? And like Just do it. Nike, just do it. I finally, you know, eventually which I shouldn't say finally, I graduated in four years. It's not like I was there for a bunch of time, but Hey man, ain't nothing wrong with taking five years to finish your college degree. Sometimes I thought about it and instead my senior year I just took it. Well, yeah, my whole senior year, I took a bunch of extra classes each semester so I could graduate on time because I did take a semester off. Sometimes you take five and a half years. We don't ask questions. Yeah. Just Um, not speaking from experience, but I am. Yeah, I uh, that was that might be one of the biggest ones that I look back on. And I'm like, yeah, parents were right. Did the right thing. Finished school. Moved on. Um, The other one, uh, a another one. And this wasn't really necessarily my parents, although they were on the same gravy train. I just didn't really hear it from them that much. And that is saving money it's never too soon you should start doing it early i talked about this in a few episodes so i won't go down the rabbit hole too far but like there is a point in your life when you are going to realize that the amount of money that you're going to need to maintain your status quo like beyond your working years is a fucking lot yeah and the the panic will set in a little bit no matter how old i think if you're 10 fucking years old and somehow you are financially aware enough to recognize that like the writing on the wall of how much money you're going to need you're probably going to panic still yeah um you, there's just never enough time to make sure that you're going to have what you need especially when like you're doing things like investing in the stock market right like it's unpredictable a little bit um so so yeah get investing early right like that's the it is the best advice that I ever had that I didn't really take until it was, I wouldn't say it was too late, but it took me a long time to start investing for myself. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You can't start too early. Your future is your future and it seems, you know, far away, but it comes quicker as you get older. That's just science. Actually, as you get older, you create less memories. Thus time seems faster. It's just, it's science. Well that, and like, you know, if you think about it, right, like you're dedicating 40 hours a week or more, or maybe a little less to work. Right. And, it just doesn't feel like that time counts all that, you know, especially when yeah. like, especially, especially if you don't enjoy your job, it's just like this void time that doesn't really exist in your life. Cause you're probably like halfway on autopilot anyway to get yourself through the working day. Right. And so the time does, the time goes fast because it feels like there's so little of it. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Like I get home from work and I'm like, fuck, I'm going to bed in a couple hours. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. It sucks sometimes because it's it's just a little daunting that you don't have that spare time anymore, and then time seems to just be whipping away. But I think that's enough. I could probably think of more goods and bads from advice standpoints. I um, definitely could. Probably plenty, especially the ones with parents looking back and be like, "God damn it, right!" I hate yeah. it when I get those moments. I really do. It happens way too frequently. 
Uh, but anyway, I'm out of time, so we'll move on. Jake, what's your first topic? Actually, awesome. did you finish your beer? Probably no. not. Okay, good. Just wanted to make sure. Now go ahead. All right. I'm going to share my screen here. We're going to do a little game. I uh, decided to have a little fun here. Uh, so what you're going to do, Kyle, you're going to go first. Okay. It's a random movie generator. You are. Ooh. I'm going to randomly generate you five movies. Okay. You have to rank the movie. Um, for number one being the best movie of the five, five being the worst of the five, without knowing what the next one is. Okay. Does it keep the... Okay, never mind. Yeah, that's fine. I was going to have to write them down, but now I don't have to. So, all right, your first movie, <clears throat> The King's Daughter. One is best, five is worst? Yes. Five. All right. You, you confident in that? You're not yeah. going to get a worse movie? I don't think so. Okay. Pretty fucking bad. Next movie, Junior. Uh, Four. <laughs> Are you sure about that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You were really Java Heat. I don't, I don't even know what this is, but it All is right. the worst ranked movie we've seen so far. I'm going to give it a new I'm, I'm going to give you a new one if you haven't seen it. Oh, I haven't seen either of those other two either, to be honest. Oh, just let me know. We can start all over. It has to be ones that I've seen. That'd be because there's some that I like. I, I like heard like a couple of the, the reason I was willing to rank those success. Like I've never seen this. If we were if we're only going to do ones that I've seen, I'll we'll start over. I'll let you keep all picking. Right. We'll, we'll start over. We'll start over. Um, so we're going to go all genres, all subgenres. You might actually want to just get rid of horror because I'm not going to have seen them. <laughs> oh, I don't think I can like, I think I can only pick specific ones on here. I don't that's think fine. I can. You can go ahead. And then any streaming provider. We'll go with yeah, that too. That's fine. All right. Night of the Living Dead. This is the original one from 1967. It's a great movie. Willie's Wonderland. Never I need to watch it. this. I've wanted to watch this. Never seen it. I like how it tells you what you can stream it yeah. on too. So I'm going to go watch it on cool. Hulu later. The Mask. I have seen The Mask. Everybody's probably seen The Mask. I'm going to put this at a three. Okay. That's fair. Right in the middle because I think that I can get better and I can definitely get worse. I think that's... I think I go back and I watch Jim Carrey movies and I get like less impressed. Yeah. Same with Adam Sandler. Like the older I get, the worse the movies appear to me. To me, at Jim Carrey's movies are like some of the most quotable but I have no desire to watch the movies besides those quotable scenes. I loved The Mask when I was a kid, too. Our bats. Heads are falling off. <laughs> Next. I've never seen it. Never seen it. Never. Oh, I have seen Life of Brian. I'll rate oh. that one. Sorry. You're good. That's my, I've never seen this, so it doesn't count. Uh, Life of Brian, four. Okay. Hitch. Hitch. Uh, Realizing now you fucked up, huh? I have to go with a two here, which might be kind of sad because Hitch is a pretty good movie, but it's probably not better than The Mask. Next. I would, yeah, I would have put The Mask above this. Monsters Universe. Never seen it. Next. Damn, that's disappointing. Labor Day. I feel like I've maybe seen Labor Day, but I can't say for sure. We'll skip so, it. So, next. Doctor, Doctor Strange. Strange is pretty freaking good. This is the OG, right? Yeah. This is definitely not capable of being number five. So I have to go with one and I have five left to fill. So whatever I see next is my number five. Never seen it. Never seen it. Never seen it. Fuck. Major, Major League, League two. two. 
It's Major League Two. Oh, okay, okay. All right. So number five. If, yeah, if you fine. put this one at five, I wouldn't even be mad. That's all right. I thought it was Major League the original, which is good. All right, time to do the time to go for me. So we're just gonna start this back over. All right, here we go. Haven't seen it. Quickly. Haven't seen it. Don't think I've seen it. I might have seen Crimson. Oh, I have seen Crimson Tide. Crimson Tide's a really fucking good movie. Wait. I've definitely seen this. Probably. Crimson Tide's really good. I'm going to go with three. I don't have voodoo. I need to watch that again. Go ahead. I'm going to go with three. Yep. Um, oh, you can watch on Prime. Uh, but I think this means you have to pay to watch it. Yeah, it does. It's like three bucks to rent the movie. Eh, nah, I'm good. I'll probably <laughs> never pay to rent a movie again. A ghost story like, I have seen. It is very good. I'm going to go with two. I'm, I'm happy with that. I got to find a better one, though. Seed of Chucky is ass. <laughs> Five. Okay. I think Chucky is one of the worst, if not the worst, horror genre series of all time. It is so four and one fucking left, right? bad. Yeah, four and one. I haven't seen Usual Suspects. suspects. You need Batman to watch Usual begins. Suspects. Damn. This gets hard. I don't want this to be one, but it's not four. Yeah, Batman Begins is pretty good. I'll put it at one. I'm not happy with that at one, but I'm going to put it at one. That's going to be some amazing movie that you have to put for. Haven't seen it. Mm-mm. Rocky <laughs> five. <laughs> Four. I'm cool with that. Yeah. That's fine. I probably would have put that one at five. Yeah Rocky, uh, yeah. Rocky five is not that good. All right. We have time. So we're going to run it back again because this is fun. All right. We're going to do specific here though. We're going to go just comedies. Oh, you okay. can add multiple. Okay. Good to know. Um, yeah, so we're going to go just comedy movies here. Bad News Bears. Bad News Bears. I'm surprised, of, like, because I'm assuming these are, like, popular people rankings of these movies. I'm kind of so, surprised Bad News Bears is that bad. I know, th- I think the average is from, like, <clears throat> I don't know if that's from, like, a certain aggregate, but these, it's a, I think this is a Barstool website, and these are, like, podcasters who have a movie podcast for them. Bad News Bears is not that bad of a movie. People are no. really shitting on it there. I'm going to go should, three, though. We should stress for anybody listening to us, this is the Billy Bob Thornton Bad yeah. News Bears, not the classic. Yeah. I love Billy Bob Thornton, too. He's fucking funny. Playing with Fire. Never seen it. It's got... Is that Keegan-Michael... John Cena, John Leguizamo, and Keegan-Michael Key, I think. Never seen it. Never seen it. Never seen it. I've only seen parts of the Naked Gun, to be completely honest with you. I think my dad made me watch this when I was a kid. I don't think it is. It's I think good. there's a type of people that really fucking enjoy this guy's like comedies. Because he's he has a whole other series, right? It's not just the Naked Gun. This oh, yeah. He's got a bunch. I don't think I've ever liked any of it. I'm going to go four. Ah, that's fine, I guess. Unfinished Business. Never seen it. I actually think I have. Bad trip. I've never seen it. That one was funny. Max, Max Keeble's big, big move. move. I've definitely seen this. That is a easy number five. What a throwback. One and I for- two left. I forgot this movie existed until this very moment. Yeah. I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Fucking Christ. That's got to be number two. Never seen it. Never seen it. Never seen it. Never seen it. Weekend at Bernie's, nice number one. That's a good one. That's a that's I'll a good take that. Yeah, yeah, that's a good number one. Weekend at one. Bernie's is really good. I'll take that. All right, 
me run that <clears throat> back now. I get to do some comedies. All right, here we go. Never seen it. The do-over. It's pretty ass. I'm comfortable throwing this one at four. I feel I like think... I started it and it was so bad from the beginning that I just stopped. Yeah. I can definitely find a worse one. But I'm going to throw this at four. It's really close to being five. Haven't Come seen back. it. Oh, you cannot tell me that you have not seen this movie. And I also, did. I hate that everybody said this is so bad. I think there's like a part of me that has some nostalgia. The movie is Freddy Got Fingered, by the way, for those listening. But my brother used to watch this movie all the time. And this is potentially one of the most quoted movies between me and my two brothers. Yeah, I don't know. It is terrible. But I'm going to go. It's not terrible. It's pretty bad. I'm going to go three. It's not five. Daddy, would you like some sausage? Daddy, would you like some sausages? Oh, my God. Uh, nope, haven't seen these. Oh, History of the World Part 1. That might be one. I might just send it and throw that one in one. You know, I need to go back in my life and watch some of the like Naked Gun movies again as an adult and see if I like them better. Mel Brooks is one of my favorite directors of all time, just for, for comedies. I should clarify that. So I've got two and five left. All right. Never seen it. Oh, this is five. Easy. It's the starving games for yeah, anybody, which is like terrible. The, the scary movie version of the hunger games. Zombie. Oh, that's a, that's good a good one. two. That's, that's a, a good, good two. I'm this might, that might be the best list that we've done. That was a good one. All right. We have time for one more. This is going to be the list we post on social media. So you may want to write this one down. Fine. All right. Let me get a little notepad. We're going to stick with comedy. I think we've both seen the most comedies. Probably true. Comedy or action. I'm going to do only the 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010s, and 2020s. And so we're going to go top five. Boom. Tag was. This one was good. I was, Fine. I, good. I will put tag at a two. Okay. I gotta stop going middle of the road. I think middle of the road's fine. Next up. Club Dread's good movie. Um never seen it. Club Dread is made by the same people that made Beer Fest and Slam and Salmon and uh Super Troopers. Gotcha. Broken Lizard Dudes. Uh I will put this at a three. Seems fair. G-Force. A classic. I've never seen it. I saw this in theaters. Really? Yeah. Hoot. I've never seen that. Never seen Hoot. Never seen Office Christmas Party. Tommy Boy. It's so hard not to go one when Tommy Boy comes up. That guy. I almost have to just because it can't be four. So That's Tommy Boy's my one. Uh, I've never seen Uncle Frank. Never seen Detroit Rock City. Never seen Search Party. National Security could be four or five. I don't know if I'm going to get worse than this. I'll just go with four. All right. And potentially. Number five. Number five. <clears throat> Anchorman 2 is pretty bad. So that's fine. Eh. 
Respectfully disagree. Anchorman right. 1 is just, you shouldn't have fucked with it. There shouldn't have been a sequel. All right. I'm going to need you to keep track of mine, too, because I said so. Okay. Uh, so I have to go comedies from the 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010s, and 2020s. Starting off, have not seen Dealing with Idiots, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I'm going to throw this right into two. I feel like we can do better, but it's up there. National Lampoon's. Uh, Boyd, I think the commercials were good, and then I remember watching the movie, and I feel like I struggled to get through Anchorman 2. I might be wrong, but you've never seen The Monsters? I've never seen The Monsters. Bridesmaids, though, was not my favorite movie to say the least. You like Bridesmaids? I didn't love it. Oh, there are some really good scenes in Bridesmaids. Four. Oh, no way. I'm throwing that in four. That's sad. I haven't... I I feel like I have seen Little Man, but I don't remember the movie well enough to confidently rate it. Yeah, I same. Haven't seen Palms. I got Christmas Vacation again. Jackass 3D, five. Really? Yeah. I, the first one was cool. The second one, I was like, okay. And then after that, they were just like played out for me. So I really There wasn't. was never a Jackass that I didn't just die laughing oh, at. Oh, I'll laugh at it, but it's not like... I laughing at something like that like laughing at somebody like being in pain isn't like it's not a comedy to me that's just like i don't know what i would call it but it's it's not a i agree with carla that doing bridesmaids like that is despicable um yes boyd i remember he was everywhere as ron burgundy it was really good but then the movie wasn't that good the only scene I remember from that is I'm pretty sure it was the second one. Now I'm questioning whether or not it was the first one when they're in the RV and they're all in the back talking and they're like, who's driving? And then they look up and nobody's there. Two, yeah. And then he's like, we're all going to die. I love lamp. Anyways, next up clerks two. Oh, where are you going to put it? Clerks two is so fucking good. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm worried that I can find it. I'm putting it. I'll put it at one. I'll put it at one. So whatever I get next is my number three. Yeah. I really hope it's funnier than bridesmaids because if not, I'm gonna regret putting bridesmaids at four. Yeah, you did that shit dirty. Okay, here we go. Diary. Nope. Is that even a comedy? Haven't seen Out Cold. I've seen Out Cold. Have oh, seen Role Models. Role Models is good too. I'm fine putting that at three. That's a good three. I would rather watch Role Models than bridesmaids. But it is pretty decent. Role Models but, is a good movie. Yeah, it is. God, I forgot. <laughs> and Clerks 2 was not trash, Uncle Kyle. You don't know what you're talking about. Get out of here. Clerks and Clerks 2 are both good. Anyways, those are our randomly generated top five movies of all time that are comedies from the 1980s and forward. We will post that potentially on Twitter if I remember to have Kyle send it to me to post on Twitter. But I'll send it to you right now. Kyle, while you're doing that, rate your beer. My beer, which is funny because Carly made me open this early. If you wait, you been at fun. Carly made me open this one early so she could try it. And she's like, this thing is absolutely fucking disgusting. And I was like, mm, I'm not looking forward to it now. And I don't really like IPAs, but she was wrong. It is not disgusting. I don't really like IPAs still, but this one's okay. It's not that bad. 
It's made with strawberries, vanilla, and lactose for an IPA that might be a little strange, but I'm going to do this as a 3.25. Not bad. Not bad. Um, mine didn't, mine wasn't bad, but mine tasted just like kind of meh. Like it was there. It was the flavors it was supposed to be, but like the worst version, not the worst version of the flavors, but they just were kind of dull. I'm going to go two and a quarter, two, two, five. I would drink it again if this was all I had, but oh, Kirk. not going to reach for it again. What's number? What's beer number two for you? Beer number two uh, around or behind curtain number two. There we go. Kind of fucked that one up. Little bit. Uh, full circle brewing again. I'm doing their peachy vibes wheat ale. Another pink themed can. I don't know if I have another pink can. Well, you better unfuck yourself, bud. <clears throat> Yeah, it's kind of pink. We'll go with it. Is it Rudd or Rude? Paul Rudd? Yeah. Yeah, Rudd. Every once in a while, I just really want to say Rude, and I don't know why. Paul Rude. Anyway, I feel like I've grown. So, like, Adam Sandler and Jim Carrey have, like, curved down in my life, and Paul Rudd has curved up in my life over the years. Yeah. I, I really like Paul there. Rudd. His movies are really fucking good. I just was telling Carly the other day that I didn't watch I Love You, Man until I was, I don't know, dating Carly. So uh, an adult, if you will, depending on what you consider an Older adult. Older than the met. age of 18. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, and that movie's really fucking good. Like, really fucking good. I get some good chuckles out of that movie. I respect it. Um, beer number two for me is part of the Brains series by Drecker Brewing. It is a peach, apricot, and goldenberry double fruit smoothie sour. Sounds good. Um, it has uh, pale two-roll wheat oh, and caraform milk. You're hurting my feelings. Uncle Kyle didn't age like we did. I'm just saying. It's a different generation, man. The Ant-Man is just not doing it for him. Different strokes for different folks. Oh, well, ain't that the truth. All right, Kyle, what is topic number two for you this evening? This evening, we are going to go with Jacob Perry. If you had a box arrive at your door, mm -hmm. and it is full of everything you've ever lost in your entire life, what is the first thing that you're trying to find in that box? Um... I was going to make a dark joke there. I decided not to. Um, I was going to say my will will live. Uh, <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, number one for me, I know I had a wallet that had like 400 bucks in it at one point that I lost. That's kind of tough. Um, if I'm being honest, I haven't really lost like, I haven't really lost much that was like worth something. It's funny because I've lost a very few things I feel like in my entire life, but the few things that I have are a bulky. So it'd be weird for them to fit in a box at my door. But some of them were like really cool shit. Yeah. I, I really don't think I've lost like, yeah, I really don't think I've lost like anything cool. Well, fuck you. I'm going to start first then. So yes. Uh, uncle Kyle, the coffee line scene was pretty good. Anyway, <clears throat> There are several things, <clears throat> and some of these were stolen. Some of them were lost or whatever, so you can categorize this however you will. But one of them was when I was a kid, 
<clears throat> my grandma would come to our house and take care of us and my mom would go to work. And when she would come over, she would say, if there are any toys on the floor, I'm taking them away. It's like, well, you need to keep your rooms clean. Keep your shit off the floor, right? Yeah. Well, we never listened. And so of my course. grandma started to threaten and she said, if you don't keep your shit off the floor, I'm going to take it and give it away or throw it away. One of the two, right? We didn't believe her. So we just left our shit out all the time. And then my grandma one day comes to the house and goes, this is it. I'm doing it today. And she takes every single toy that's on the floor, every single one of them between three boys, threw them all away. Among that set of toys was that fucking castle that everybody had in the 90s yep. with like the little men that you'd play and it had the drawbridge and everybody yep. probably knows no, what I'm talking about. I know about. exactly what you're talking about. That fucking castle, gone forever. That's tough. I actually I thought of that in there. Uh, first thing I would look for, I had a binder of Pokemon cards. Yep. That I know were first edition cards. Yep. That... I, nobody knows where they are. Now, I had to think about this. Pokemon and, and Yu-Gi-Oh, man. Yeah. Quick ma- quick math on just a general estimate of what that binder would be worth nowadays. Um, I, I could buy a new house, cash, in the area that I want to live in in California. Without, I don't, I don't know if I had that much of value, but I would still want them, A, for a sentimental thing, and B, for the few cards that I probably had that were worth money. I know I had a first edition Charizard. Like, if I had a PSA 10 first edition Charizard, that's like a half a million dollar card. Like, I think I had a first edition Blastoise. I had probably almost every first edition card. So, that one's tough for me. I had a lot um, of Yu Gi Oh cards. I have a lot more things that I sold to get by that I would prefer. Doesn't count. Damn. Because if you wanted that list, oh, let me start. Um, so, Carly yeah. brought up another one in the chat for me. And that was in our move from Florida to Arizona. My childhood N64 games got stolen to include like all of the Mario titles, Zelda titles, all that shit. Really fucking depressing time for me and nobody would fucking do anything about it, which made me doubly angry. So I lost all that shit, which really sucked. Yeah, that's hard. Um, The Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh cards are definitely top of the list for me. Uh, While you're thinking, I've got more already on the on the list here. Oh, Another my one, ga- my Game Boy Color. Yeah, and for me, I don't think I lost mine. I think mine probably broke or sold at a garage sale because I didn't think it was worth anything or something stupid like that. I don't think I actually lost mine, but I do wish I had my Game Boy back. I think somebody stole mine, but that's a different story. But yeah, but that's that's when tough. I was in my younger college years. I don't remember how old I was. We used to go floating down the river. And my mom had an old Milwaukee igloo cooler. Hell yeah. It was awesome. I want it right now. I was dumb as fuck because I thought it was cool that I would like bring that with me when we'd go floating. Well, one time I got hammered floating. Of course. And one of two things happened when we were loading into the sober driver's van to go back. He was like dropping us all off at this house. I either left it on the dock when we were all getting out of the water or I left it in that guy's car and he never admitted it and kept it. I don't know which one's the truth, but I wish I still had that cooler because it was so freaking cool. It was like from the 80s. My mom had added that thing for fucking ever. Yeah, if you left that in my car, I'm I'm keeping that. It was awesome. And my brother was so mad at me when I didn't come home with it. Sorry, that's another one. 
Um, I definitely have had a couple pairs of shoes that I like that I lost. Oh, this one. Oh, I had a baseball glove growing up. It was probably my favorite glove that I've ever had. And I definitely like left it out of my bag one practice. And in theory, someone on my team picked it up, but nobody ever admitted to it. Mm. But that baseball glove. There's a lot of baseball gloves that also that I sold that I wish I could have back. Um, and then, okay, um, I caught a foul ball at a Cubs-Astros game. I don't remember which pitcher threw the pitch, but the two starting pitchers for that day were Roger Clemens and Greg Maddox, two of the greatest pitchers to ever play in the game of baseball. And I think one of my brothers stole and then lost the ball. So that one hurts. It's like the great Bambino, great Bambino ball. Exactly. Like it's, and that's probably how it got lost. Like it was like playing backyard baseball and it got hit into somebody's yard and they didn't go get it. Shame. Uh, I have another one. This is probably my stupidest one and then we can move on. When I was younger, for whatever reason, I became like semi infatuated with $2 bills. Mm. And so I had this wallet in a small safe think yeah it was in my little safe because my mom got me like one of those fire safes or whatever like the little ones for my birthday yeah one year and i had this little wallet in there and i would every time i could find a two dollar bill or somebody like i had a there was a while where i worked at a bar and there was this regular that would tip in two dollar bills because he like would go to the bank and get them or whatever i don't know he's fucking weird but it's a, it's a gambling thing anyway i would end up with two dollar bills and every time i got them i would keep them because i was like these are freaking sweet and That's so i had a luck. wallet literally stacked with them probably like 32 dollars bills no fucking clue where it went not a fucking clue respect just gone that's and that impressive. makes me sad and i'm pretty sure like i got my first one in like elementary school so that wallet had been getting stuffed for a while by the time i eventually lost it which was really sad i think that's all i got that's my probably my whole list um i'm trying to think i don't here. lose that many things that's what I'm saying. Like I don't. Those lose, are probably some I, of the few things that I've ever lost. I would probably go looking for every left or right sock that I've lost in my life just to complete a few pairs. Yeah, like, if we were gonna bring that's... up like one thing that just bothers me that I lost it, and it is one time Carly and I were at like Target, I think, and I bought a Star Wars T-shirt, and I don't even know if I ever wore it. Yep. Poof, gone. Not a fucking clue where that thing went. Drove me gone. crazy for a little while. Now I think about it again, and it's driving me crazy again. I wonder where that fucking shirt is. Motherfuckers. On the bright side. I lost my favorite side. pair of jeans once, too. Uh, I think I tough. left them in Iowa when I was yeah. home. All right. What else you got? Anything? Next topic. Um. Yeah. I'm going to go straight into the next topic. Do it. Okay, Kyle. Okay, Jake. I've got a random question generator. Okay. So I'm going to generate some random questions and we're both going to answer them. Clickety click. click. The randomized theme. I'm, I feel this podcast is random and we needed a little more random on top of it. Okay. Hit me. So random click question click. number one, I'm not going to answer this because I know some of our listeners may yeah. still, I'll, I'll tell you after the podcast what this question was, but I don't want to <laughs> potentially ruin this for anybody. Okay. What time period besides the current one that you live in would you prefer to live in? 
Yeah, this is a good question. I think there's like a lot of theoretical approaches to this and like people will try to like real I think people underthink this question. I think people have like an instinctual response to this and they don't like put a lot of thought into either the negative sides of where they because like some people would be like, Oh, I want to go back to like the sixteen hundreds and it's like, No, you don't because no, you're gonna you die when you're thirty don't. years old and you're probably gonna have some fucking crazy disease. Yeah. So You're dead when you get there, by the way. I think I would do I would either go to, so big thing for me, right, is you want to go to like an era that they're not in like a major war, in right. my opinion. So you don't want to be like back in World War II. So what you want to do is you want to be like in the 50s that are not in the Korean War or like, you know, um, not in the Vietnam War. So probably that's probably what I would do. The time frame between the Korean War and the Vietnam War. That's just like your late fifties, early sixties, right? If my timelines are right in my head, that's pretty much my answer. My answer would be the nineteen sixties, because I think if you think about uh, the drugs <laughs> that were available, like, people were fucking tripping LSD and shit, and having a great time, and like back when it was real, I think life was probably just a little bit simpler then, you know, too, just disconnected from the internet, obviously, among other yeah. things, so. Life was also a little harder, but it was like simpler conceptually, but harder like physically. Like you were probably gonna grind your life away in like a fucking, I don't know, like mine or some shit, yeah. some steel mill. I'd I be, a, I'd probably be a plumber, something like that, right? Like the you're probably doing some sort of a manual labor because I'm not like, if I grew up in the same like socioeconomic status in that time frame, I'm not going anywhere, bro. I'm never like picking myself up by the bootstraps and fucking doing something. Yeah. Um, Facts. So yeah, that and the, the other one would be just revisiting the nineties. I think. Yeah. Like if I had to pick a second option, it would be the nineties. That'd be fun. I would agree there. Um, the, the next 80s. The eighties would be good too, actually. Now that I, I'd pro- I, I feel like the eighties is overdone. The eighties would be great though, because like the nineties did have quite a bit of conflict again. Like you're talking about like Kosovo and desert uh, storm, desert storm. Yeah. All that shit. So like, Go to the 80s. Like, nothing really happened. People are just having a good time. You know what happened? A lot of cocaine. Anyways. There's good, um, good music in the 80s. What is your favorite store of all time? Store? I don't fucking know. I don't. I hate shopping. I hate shopping. Maybe the liquor store. Could say Total yeah, Wine. I, I don't know. I always liked... Uh, Total Wine's probably one of my favorite stores. Uh, that's embarrassing. Um, I liked Zoomies for a really long time. I thought they always, like, yep. you know had the the like style that I liked. I don't know. Zoomies is pretty good. Way overpriced it. though. For me, I'm Pack probably going to was good back in the day. Agreed. I'm probably going to go Old Navy. You know, it's I used really to like hard to beat Old Navy. I used to think that uh Old Navy was like for children. And I think it wasn't until Carly like bought me some stuff from Old Navy that I was like it isn't so bad, you know? And yeah. then, I mean, I still don't like regularly. I I don't like shop regularly anywhere, but Old Navy's not bad. I don't blame you. It's a great store. What do you think you are the biggest fan of? Ooh. I know this isn't true, but like the only one that I could maybe even try to claim is Harry Potter. I'm like a real big fucking Harry Potter nerd. But like I know that there is, I'm not even close to being the like top fan of Harry Potter. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like amongst my friend group, though, I'm probably the top Harry Potter fan. Respect. 
um, for me, it's this guy right here, Jake Scott. I literally was in the top 0.005% of his listeners on Spotify last year. So I've got, I'm really close to the top. I'm just saying. If he's in Chicago, I'm at the tour date. That's all I'm saying. Next up, what is your favorite place on planet Earth? Uh, shit, man. I don't know. I feel like I haven't found it like geographically speaking yet. But if you're just talking about like level of comfort, it's, you know, it's literally within my own house. Like I'm very comfortable being at home. I got my wife, I got my cats and I got like video games and shit. Like I am very comfortable in my own house. But if you talk about like in the world, right? I don't think I've found that yet. I think I've been to some pretty cool places, but there's always like this part, like I have a, I have like I have the laziest sense of adventure of all time, where I'm like Same. I want to go to all of these places, but I like just never want to put the work in to get there. Same. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, because I like I really want to go to Ireland. I really want to go to just like Europe and blah 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 blah. So I think, I think I am going to see a place probably in the next five years. I w- I will put it th- at the five year marker where I'm gonna find the place where I'm like this is my favorite place on the planet. Thank Respect. you, Dave, for shouting out my cats. Uh, my only answer uh, is my bed. So I'm just gonna. <laughs> Call that one a, a W there. Um, what is the weirdest food combination that you enjoy? Uh, uh, I think the only like food combo that I can think of with this that like I've ever gotten shit for is pretzels and cream cheese. That's a fairly normal combination. I don't know. Every time I've ever brought it up or like eaten it in front of people, they're like, what the fuck are you doing? I'll just take like a block of Philadelphia and dip my pretzels in it. <laughs> hey, man, you got to do what you got to do. Um, for me, it's turkey and ketchup. I got a lot of shit for eating turkey and ketchup sandwiches growing up. That's kind of fucking weird. It's pretty good. Um, next up, what? Glacier National Park is fucking amazing. Carly and I went there. That was her favorite place. Can't say I've been there. It was, uh, great. and I don't even like to be outdoorsy and hike. And I really enjoyed Glacier. Nice. Uh, what game show do you think you could win? Um. I'm terrible at trivia. I think I could be okay at Wheel of Fortune. Actually, you know, I think I'd be pretty decent at uh, Family Feud. Yeah. I think I'm pretty good at that. That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, For me, there's this game show on Netflix called Bullshit. And I feel like I'd be very good at it. There's a part of me that feels like I've seen that. Howie Mandel is oh, the host. Oh, no, I haven't. I haven't. I've seen commercials or whatever for it previews. Up, it's a good on Netflix. Or whatever. It's pretty fun. But basically, you have to like answer the question. Um, and then it's it's kind of like um, who wants to be a millionaire where there's four options and you pick the correct option. And then you have to like you answer your question. Um, and then you have to like people have to guess if you actually knew it or if you just got like if you bullshitted your way through the answer. Uncle Kyle, have you been to Glacier National Park? Because if you have physically been there and you tell me that it's overrated, I don't know how to respond to that. I'm just going to... It is maybe one of the most beautiful places on earth. <laughs> I'm just going to ignore or at least that comment States. and I'm going to share Uncle Kyle's comment about turkey and ketchup being fire because it is. It's fire. Great combo. What is the greatest gift you have ever received? I don't know. I don't know. 
uh, for me. Uh, it's the it's the only time I've cried when I got a gift, and this is gonna sound so pathetic when I say it, but Jess got me a, an apron for cooking, and it says "Hi, hungry, I'm Jake." Oh, that's pretty good. And it was just the thought that counts fully on that one. Yeah, Carly goes is a great gift giver, so I'm a little bit spoiled in the gifts that I get now and at this point in my life. Um. And to be honest, I, I don't want to throw shade about this, but I think I had a lot of like um, uh, promised gifts that were never received when I was a kid, which made me like maybe a little bit numb to gifts. But um, a little bit. Uh, Carly does like really freaking awesome like personalized gifts that she'll make herself, like cards and shit like that. And so I still have those that in my memory box. Keep a box of memories. They're really good shit. Those are probably some of the best I've ever gotten. I like it. What is the best and or worst roller coaster you have ever been on? Uh, yes. Good question. There is one at... What the fuck is that place called in Minnesota? The Mall of America? No, 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 no. no. There's a theme park in Minnesota that I'm going to blank on. It's not Six Flags. Valley Fair. Paul Bunyan Land. Might be Valley Valley Fair. There's Valley Fair. There's one at Valley Fair where you literally go from I don't know what they advertise zero to like sixty five or whatever the fuck. Yeah. You shoot out and then you just go straight up and then you fall back down backwards. That thing was fucking awesome. And then I love those rides. That might be that might be number two on the list. I think number one. And I'm gonna blank on the. All of the best rides that I've ever been on were at Universal Orlando. Universal is pretty sick. So there was one, the Hulk was fucking amazing at Universal Orlando. And then there was this other one that I'm just completely blanking on that I I had a great time on at Universal Orlando. And then there's another one at Universal Orlando, which was when you tour different parts of like Hogwarts and you go like through uh, Gringotts is like your starting point. Yeah. And then you go on like this. It's one of those 3D rides where like as you go through, like you're seeing these scenes. That yep. shit was fucking dope. So my favorite I've been on some, I am a roller coaster lover. So Kyle, I knew you and I were friends. Um, I love number the, the best roller coaster I've ever been on is Millennium Force at Cedar Point in Ohio. I've never been it, to Cedar Point. It is one of the best amusement parks in the world, but Millennium Force is the best ride there. Followed by American Eagle at Great Flags or Six Flags Great America in I believe it's Dundee, Illinois, but we all call it Chicago, let's be honest here. You need to uh, go to Universal. I've been to Universal. And it doesn't even crack the top two? Not top two. That blows my mind. Superman at at Six Flags also is probably above anything it The whole drive was good. The commercials for that when that shit was getting built and I never got the opportunity to do it yawn universal is fun i like the men in black ride it's always been my favorite yeah that was getting fun. to shoot stuff universal um, is amazing. next up i'm gonna go to disney for the first time soon ish i'll uh, post that how many books do you think you've read in your life not counting uh, school books for Carly, pleasure to see your point she said it's insane how Cedar many Point books for pleasure have I ever re- read? Um, 
quite a few. Uh, I read 13 books in 2020. <laughs> uh, they were all Star Wars books. <laughs> Respect. When I was a kid, I read every Harry Potter book when they came out. Um, mostly, I would say fantasy series types books. And then, like, when I was, like, a young, young kid in, like, elementary school, I read because, like, you kind of had to. But I also would pick books that were fun for me. So, I don't know. Call it 50. I'm probably over 100, which is a little shocking to me. But the more I think about it, like, the Harry Potter series, I've read probably every Tom Clancy book. Uh, my dad, uh, really liked an author, uh, Clive Cussler, who writes kind of like similar ish to the Tom Clancy series, like kind of like mystery crime action military kind of thing. If I, I if I, I really like break it down, every John Grisham book when I was in yeah. like middle high school, those were really good. I don't right. know. It's, there's no way that I'd be able to tally this. Yeah. I was just going best guess, but the more I think about it. Oh, I also read all the I Hardy read Boys all books. All the Captain Underpants. We had the whole Hardy Boys collection when I was growing up. You know what my da- going back to that question. You know what my dad would want back. He had uh, he had a comic book collection that his mom sold my grandma when he went to college. Don't even want to know how much that'd be worth nowadays because it was like yeah everything that you could want in there. Um, what does not belong on pizza? Uh, this will be a hot take, I guess, but it's just because I don't like them, and that's mushrooms. I'm going to get even hotter with my take, and it's vegetables in general. I don't yeah, want Yeah, you're wrong. I'm sure, but I don't you're want You're wrong. Them. Like, onion is amazing. Pass. Onion. Yeah, Not but you don't pizza. like... You're an idiot. You just don't like onion. I'll put onion salt on my pizza if I want the flavor. I'm an idiot because I don't like mushroom. Like, I know people love fucking mushroom. I like the taste of mushroom. I don't like eating mushroom. Said it a million times. I'll say it again. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I was like, why the fuck is that on there? If I had to narrow it down and pick one thing, olives. I hate olives. I hate olives, too. I could probably make most other vegetables that end up on pizza work. Like, I could work around it. But the taste of olive just ruins everything for me. Other than pineapple, I don't think you should have anything sweet on your pizza. Hot honey on pizza, though, is really good. Yeah, but you're talking about... Or like, like barbecue sauce? Yeah, but like... Canadian bacon? Canadian bacon's sweet. not sweet. Shut it's kind of sweet. I would argue that like anchovies don't belong on pizza. That's a good one. Um, yeah. I would argue that... like. When you say hot honey, like there's a spicy aspect to it. I'm just talking about like, don't put like, why would you ever put like syrup on pizza or like, yeah, that's fair. Things that are inherently sweet only. You shouldn't put on pizza. Agreed. We'll give you that one. All right. Last one. I would agree with Carly that chicken shouldn't be on pizza because I think most of the time it's terrible on pizza, but barbecue chicken pizza when done correctly is so fucking good. Yeah. Agreed. Last up, Kyle, I need you to out yourself here. What is your worst habit? Um, I think Carly would say it's that I just fucking send it with my farts in front of her. That might be my worst habit. Respect. Probably pretty gross, you know? I'm just like, fuck it, you know? I was sitting... Oh, she would even be more specific. Farting at the dinner table. Yeah, that's pretty... Because I don't even think about it. I'm just like, 
you know, doesn't mean anything to me. That's probably my worst fucking habit. Yeah, that's fair. Um, for me, procrastination is up, th- up there, like Uncle Kyle said in the chat. <laughs> Look at that. Farting at the dinner table. Called yep. it. You did call it. Um, for me, I like, I don't pick up after myself and then like, I'll just get a burst of energy and all I want to do is clean and it yeah. doesn't matter what anybody else wants to do. You have to help me clean in that moment or it's not going to get done. Dude, I'd there, say that's there are my people worst that habit. think exactly the opposite of YouTube where they're like, somebody else is cleaning. I have to be cleaning too. I think Carly's kind of one of those people where she's like, oh, Kyle's cleaning right now. I need to be productive right now too. Yeah. Like she thinks like she can't like relax if I'm cleaning. You know? I'm the polar opposite. I'm like, if I'm cleaning, you better fucking be cleaning too. Yeah. You don't get time off. If I don't get time off, you don't get time off. <laughs> yeah. Um, my other worst habit, you said <laughs> trauma. trauma. Um, my other worst habit would probably be video games. To be honest with you, I play well, not nearly as much as I used to, but it is a habit that keeps me partially happy. But it also is one of those ones that's like super isolating and like distances you from other people, other than my homies. That I was gonna say, you to. play with the homies. It doesn't. There's goods and bads with that habit for sure. Uh, the other one for me is probably. Biting my my nails and my cuticles. I did that until I got braces, and then when I had braces, mm-hmm. I stopped biting my nails completely. My parents tried the thing where you put like hot stuff on your fingers, and that's when we found out that I just like spicy food. Because I'd be like, "This is delicious, <laughs> yum, munch, munch, yum." Munch. Yeah. Uh, last, real quick, do you have a party trick? No. Mine's. I, don't. I, I have this one. Yeah, I do that sometimes, but it's not like a party um, trick. And then Jess always makes me shotgun at parties okay. because she thinks Good I'm the cheap. fastest shotgunner in the world. Um, I think I've proved you wrong on that. I don't think you have. I think I've beaten you I, at least once. Everybody, Every blind squirrel finds a nut. <laughs> Broken <laughs> clocks right twice a day. <laughs> I know I've beaten Dane. That is an easy fact. Yeah, I beat Dane and I both beat this guy one time at a party at Dane's house um, back when he still lived in Illinois. And that was like arguably like top three moments of both of our lives. Like beating this guy in shotgunning was like fucking winning an Olympic gold medal. Yeah, I remember when I was younger and I was like, I would like think I could beat people. And I was like, oh, I'm going to beat you in a shotgun contest. And then they would just like demolish me and I'd just be hammered. So they're the people that can just open their gullet and just swallow it whole. All right, that's enough of that. This has been that another a, episode of Two Average Husbands. <laughs> that was a fun interview. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. This has been another episode of the Two Average Husbands podcast. If you are listening live right now on the YouTubes or the Twitch or the Twitter, please continue to do so. This is the best way to interact with us while we are doing the podcast. You can comment live with us on Twitch and or YouTube. It doesn't work on Twitter. It's probably never going to work on Twitter. So feel free to do it on those two platforms. We also do have the Discord. I was active in the Discord today, uh, waiting for people to join us. Nobody did. That is totally fine if you prefer to do it on YouTube or whatever. Um, Sometimes people like to be in the Discord, so I will be there to try to be available for you if you choose to do it that way. If you want to follow Jake on his personal, it's at Perry underscore FF. If you want to follow me, you are shit out of luck. I don't have social media anymore. If you want to follow the podcast, it's number two ABG Husbands on Twitter and on Instagram. And you should throw the like and the... Um, 
fucking dingy bell on YouTube to get notified of uh, our new episodes and uh, when we're going to go live. We go live right now every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Central as best as we can to keep stick to that timeline. Um, sometimes we have to go to 8.30 Central as required. Uh, we are literally on every other platform for you to listen to if you don't want to watch live. So follow our link tree that's available on social media and it'll get you to everywhere you need to go to listen to us. Jake's going to plug some other shit for you and I've probably talked enough so Jake can close us out. Rate your beer, by the way. My beer, uh, this one was way better. 375, solid score any day of the week. Kyle covered most of it. Make sure you check out the link tree. In the link tree is a link to our Tavor account uh, or our Tavor referral link. So if you sign up for Tavor, you can get craft beer shipped directly to your house. Um, if you sign up using our link, you get $10 of free beer. We get $10 of free beer. Who doesn't sponsored, love free beer? Not sponsored, by the way. Um, sort of sponsored. I'm an EchoVision affiliate. So if you go to EchoVision.com and you use code Perry, P-A-R-R-Y, at checkout, you receive 10% off of your order, 15% off during pre-orders. Um, even if you uh, if you order some of the stuff, I get commission off of it. If you order like raw ingredients like creatine or anything like that, I don't get any commission off of it. That's just me sharing, you, sharing the code with you guys just so you guys can save a little bit money on your supplement needs. Kyle covered most of it as always. Thank you guys as always for tuning in. We will see you all in next week's episode. Kyle, rate your beer. 2.75. And as always, don't forget to tell somebody that you love them.